maybe we should have talked about a plan before we walked through the portal door. <laughs> but uh, you want to start here talking we are now, now Johnny? So, uh, now <laughs> start plan. Plan. Make a plan. Why start now? This is Once Upon a Monster of the Week. Reddington, where you should always leave a note for your family before wandering through a portal. Hello, dear listeners. Last we left the Neighborhood Watch, they had just left the Historical Preservation Society. Jessa June had gotten a whiff of magic of a new potential portal, but unfortunately that whiff died down before a trail could be followed. Thankfully, they are armed, ready to go, and know a spot. Uh, well, now that she is armed with a way forward, Nicola's gonna go straight back to that house we followed the sludge monster to, to try to open that portal. I think that we were all pretty, uh pretty single-minded on uh moving on to the house and and getting this thing done now that we had a hot trail mm-hmm. yeah and arc arc's got his sensor out and he's sweeping back and forth as the group heads back to the cabin they swing by benny's house to grab the van and head back to the abandoned cabin on their way over it becomes clear that the sludge has disappeared while the group was in morgan's basement lab cool don't like that jessa can you smell anything i will take a whiff and see if i can let's see if we these these things are still here jessa june smells the lingering smell of the sludge's awful odor it is not as strong as it was at benny's house but it does get stronger as she approaches the closet is it as strong as it was when we were here before jessa june is able to tell that the lingering odors are not new it does not appear that anyone has been in the cabin since the group left Okay. Uh, so Jess will say, uh, well, it, it still stinks like them, but I I don't know if that's because they're just, it just smells because they've been in here or it's because they're still here. It doesn't smell the same, but I, I can still smell them. I mean, I don't smell anything different or nothing's on the fire or anything like that, but. So long as nobody's going to sneak up on us first thing through the door. Uh, no. I just, I just smell that stink and, and. That's it. Maybe if I uh maybe if I use my new uh my new little sensor gadget thingy what's it here, I can uh I can find something. As Ark moves his sensor along, he gets a stronger read on the wall to the right of the door. It also is a wall that does not have a room to the back of it. So it's the outside wall. I'm picking something up here on, on this wall over here. And he kinda walks over and with his knuckles he on the on the side of it. Is this the one that's uh on the outside wall there? I think it is. Okay. So this is the best spot for us to make our magic phone call or open a door, whatever metaphor we're using for this, right? I think so, yeah. Seems like it. I am not, I'm not special like that. I don't know uh, what we need to do to pull this off. Uh, And right now I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to be a liability in doing that because of all these holes in my goddamn face and body. Um. (laughs) Give me one second. I need to take care of something. Uh, Johnny's going to take a step away from everybody, and he, he pulls out his little thing, a tiger bomb, and he gives himself the bomb up the nose. Uh, you got to snort the bomb when you're, when you're getting ready to get fired up. There's something about the smell of tiger bomb to bring you back to the present. For Johnny, it does also have some added benefits. 
As he straightens back up, he magically heals up some of the damage taken. The Tiger Bomb also gives Johnny an added perk of being able to ignore pain receptors for a little while. <laughs> All right. Hmm. All right. Uh, I think I can think. Good. It's always a plus. Happy to hear it. Do we want to try this? Yeah. Uh, that um, woman at the Historical Preservation Society gave me some instructions on what I should be doing for it's like some kind of ritual she seemed to think that I could do it even though I also am not like that um so let's give it a try is there a way that we can assist you with this right because if all of us have an equally bad shot at doing this, maybe we can <laughs> somehow improve those odds by doing it together. Uh-huh. Right, right. Maybe the sum of us is greater than the, the addition of our parts. As the group holds hands and performs the ritual given to Nicola, they start to feel a new sort of dizziness, as if the building is contracting and expanding at the same time. Unbeknownst to any member of the group, a bright blue door appears in the room behind them. But as the group continues to conjure the portal, the door disappears before the portal reveals itself to the group. Hell yeah. Nicola is going to draw the knife on her belt and head straight through the door. The door opens into what looks like a really clean lab that hasn't been upgraded in nearly 40 years. Other rooms can be seen through windows, revealing some sort of underground laboratory. Not a soul is around, though. Uh, over her shoulder, Nicola will say, "Looks clear so far." Uh, Ark draws his knife. He's, he's got a, so he's got his knife in his right hand. He's got the sensor in his left hand, and he steps through, following following behind Nicola. Johnny's coming through the door next. Uh, his uh, brass knuckles on his good left hand, and uh, a big crowbar in his right. Just a little bring up the rear, then. So she must have been standing in that circle with the hammer, like leaning against her shoulder. So she's just got the big-ass war hammer. She'll bring up the rear with that hammer in her hands and go, All right, let's take care of this then. As Ark steps through the portal, the sensor is able to pick up a stronger trail to follow, leading him down the hall past a handful of doors before it leads him to a specific door the group had passed multiple times. The signal is coming from inside the house. Are there, are there any, like... Can you see into the room? Like, are there, is it glass on the doors like a, like a lab setup would be? Uh, or is it solid doors the whole way down the hall? Down this hallway is, of course, a bunch of doors. Two of the doors has a viewing window. One is for a lab and one is for what appears to be a robot training room. As it is night, the lab is empty of people, though experiments and tools are still laid out. The last four doors are clustered together, but do not have windows or labels. All right, everybody. Uh, I think that what we're looking for is on the other side. Um, maybe we should have talked about a plan before we walked <laughs> through the portal door. <laughs> but uh, you want to start here talking we are now, now, Johnny? So, uh, now, <laughs> start plan. Yeah, plan. Make a plan. Why start now? Ark steps back and a little bit behind Johnny, using him as like a little bit of a shield. It's <laughs> a good idea. Hey, Johnny, uh, maybe you should, Johnny, you should just kick open the door. That was going to be my question, whether we were going to kick it or try the handle or whatever we were going to do. Is it unlocked? Johnny, kick in the door. I'm going to try to see if it's unlocked first. Don't, don't kick Nicola. 
Don't kick Nicola. Fine, take all the fun out of it. Of course, evil scientists do lock their doors. All right, it's locked. Johnny, kick in the door. All right, when this thing flies open, everybody run inside. So Johnny's going to put his back against the uh, the far hallway opposite the door and run straight at it and jump at it with a two-footed shotgun drop kick straight <laughs> to the door handle. Johnny kicks open the door to find another hallway, albeit a much smaller one. There are four doors with windows in this hallway. So Johnny said when the door opened that we were all supposed to run in, so I fear for anybody who's standing in front of Jessa. Cause she's cause she's gonna run through the door, and she's assuming everybody else is gonna run through the door. So if you don't, I I'm very sorry, but you just got boot stomped by a werewolf. But yeah, she's gonna run run through the door with the hammer because she's she's just going run running in, assuming that there's a room and not a hallway back there. Yeah, Ark Ark took a few steps back from the door when Johnny went charging at it, so he's. So so Johnny breaks down the door, um, Jessa goes running through, and Ark uh, kind of very slowly follows after, but he he is going through. I love that there is immediately on the other side of this door, uh, not like a room full of baddies like we were expecting to burst in and frighten them, but we're just like, ah, into an empty room. I, I really love that for us. <laughs> As the group looks into these windows... They do see a bunch of kids in all of these rooms. A bunch? There is... How many How many is a bunch? It looks like a dozen in total. Oh, God. Okay. Are the doors to those rooms locked? Yes. Next to each of the doors, there is a keypad. How do the kids look okay? The children do look terrified. They had not heard from anyone in a while. And then the neighborhood watch just comes charging in. Thankfully, they are not the sludge monsters that the kids have seen before. After a moment, Benny pipes up. Hang on, I know you guys. Oh, Benny's in there. Benny's in there. Okay. Yeah, we're we're here to get you out, Benny. Um, That's great. This is my babysitter. Good. I told you. Uh, I'm glad you're in one place. That will make it easier to get you both out. Hey, kids, they're going to get us out. This is great. Can you tell us anything about what happened? Since you've been here. A lot of kids have cried. Okay. That's about it. Like, I was brought into this room and nothing has happened. Okay. Um, what was everybody brought in by slime monsters? At this point, the babysitter who had been trying to get one of the kids to stop crying looks up and says, Who are you guys? We're the neighborhood watch. My name is Ark Wilberforce. I'm here to rescue you. Oh, okay. So you guys are the... Uh, okay, good. Sometimes Benny talks, and I'm not sure what actually happens, but I'm his babysitter, Kelly. So you guys are at Benny's house. He called you guys. Great job, Benny. Super proud. Um, From what I can gather around from the kids who are able to talk, we've been all collected by these slime monsters. Um, So... Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Just real quick. There are some kids who are not able to talk? I mean, some. Kelly points. They're like... I think that kid is three, and some of them just, like, it's a lot of crying. Like, a slime monster carries you off, and you get them to calm down, and you don't really want to ask them about it, you know? So, we're like, okay. we keep them calm. Okay. And- Sorry, I I thought it was, like, a missing tongues situation or something. Nicola turns away from the window. <laughs> it's always better to ask than yeah. to not. Jess is just going to stare at Art for a second, like, what? And then shake her head and go back to paying attention. Yeah, from what I've gathered, the kid in that one... 
She points to the room catty corner from hers. Have been here the longest? There's been some blood drawn, but outside of that, there's not been much else. We get fed, but... Is it... it when you say blood drawn, I mean, are there people or are the slime monsters coming in with scientists. big old needles? It's and scientists. Oh, there. so there's, there's human-looking people here, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense than a... How many different people have you seen? I've only been down here for... What time is it? Uh, I don't know. Benny's been here for a couple hours, and I've been here for maybe a couple more than that. I don't know. There's not a clock in here. Okay. Uh, We're going to work on getting the store open. Uh, I'm going to go talk to the kids who've been here longest. Try to stay calm if you can. We're going to get you out of here. Cool. Okay. Kelly goes to move Benny and the other three kids in the room from the door, corralling them into a corner. Um, is there anything in this room that might give us a clue to what the keypad combinations are, or no? What the Neighborhood Watch doesn't know is that the key codes are changed daily, and no one is allowed to write down the code. Ark is going to sweep. Can I sweep my sensor around? Ark's sensor is picking up a lot, but you cannot tell if it's because the sludge monsters have been in this room so regularly or if there's something coming. Okay. Um, can I go back into the lab, the lab area, and just kind of poke around and see if there's anything out there that might help get the doors open? I am okay. all for watching Art Try, dear listeners. It is curious that he doesn't try to pick the lock, as he is a professional burglar. Oh, uh, well, uh, I mean, that's true, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I didn't even... Way to play your character, Mike. Good job. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and, and attempt to break into one of these cells. Fortunately, while the scientist may change the code daily, they do use the same code for all four doors. While scientists might be smart, the same cannot be necessarily said for the sludge monsters. Ark is able to figure out the code, letting all the kids out of the room and into the small hallway. So far, they have not set off any alarms or anything. Fingers crossed. Now we have a dozen kids to keep track of while we try to go and deal with. Okay. Is is the door that we got, the portal that we got here through, still there? Let me check for the group, dear listeners. They would have to go back in the hallway, but it does look like it's open. Okay. Do we have to use the same space where the portal opened, or could we just open a portal here to get out? We would have to open another portal, which was a little dicey the first time. Yeah, if I get red-shirted, that's one thing, but uh, I think that if a bunch of kids do, it might be bad. <laughs> right. We're not terribly far from where we started. So we're just going to turn around and send them back the way we came in? Send them back through the, the portal that we opened up? Yeah. We're going to send them on their own? I guess that's the I mean, best that's all, thing I mean, to we're do. All... We, we've got the kids. We seem to be in the clear. Um, so we should all just go. We should all just together. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do, do that. that arc because they keep <laughs> coming and stealing people. And if we just go, aren't they just going to keep coming out and stealing more people? Well, see, I, yeah, was thinking, see, see, I was thinking we could get out into the lab area where there's all these chemicals and stuff and then just set everything on fire and go. I don't know, man. I really got to be sure about this because this is starting to look like a Pied Piper, a slime monster kind of deal. And uh, I don't cotton to that real well. Yeah. Uh, uh... <laughs> all right. Okay. Compromise then. We'll lead the kids to the portal, send the kids through the portal and... Hopefully they oh my gosh, I don't way. know why I didn't think of this. 
we have the most powerful tool of all in, in a weird, messed up adventure where children are in peril. And he turns and spins and points. A babysitter reaches into his pocket, grabs his keys, and he goes, you are the most responsible human in this dozen children. <laughs> Possibly These in this room altogether. <laughs> are keys to a van. And when you go back through this weird glowing door on the other side, outside of that shack, there is going to be a van. You load all these kids in this van. I know there's not seatbelts. It doesn't matter. You're a babysitter in an adventure. You're functionally invincible. Drive this car back to Benny's house and call anybody, everybody. I don't care. Don't worry about the van. I'll find it or it'll find me. Can you handle this? Can you turn car keys on? Can you turn a vehicle on and and drive it? Kelly takes the keys. Fine, but you have to come back and help me get all these kids home. I am not responsible for that kind of shit. You take them to the house that you were babysitting at, and I swear to you that I will come. I'm definitely coming back for this van, and I will play chauffeur to all of these children if you need to. And on Got top it. of this, I will, I will sweeten the deal. I'm your free taxi cab for the next month. You need to get from babysitting job to babysitting job. Johnny's your guy. All right, all right. There are few places as picturesque and charming as Reddington, New Hampshire. Pay us a visit and you'll see exactly what we mean. Visit our beautiful eastern shoreline and watch the fog roll over the sand and surf. Take a hike through our lush heirloom forests and watch the fog roll over the undergrowth and hemlock trees. Visit our charming historic downtown and watch the fog roll over the storefronts and sidewalks. Watch the fog roll over the people you've just met but you feel you've known your entire life. Watch the fog roll over your family. Watch the fog roll over you. It's okay that you can't see where you're going. You know where you are. Reddington, New Hampshire. You're here now. The group is still helping them through the portal, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically, like, we we would like to be able to see the other side, or at least I would like to be able to see the other side of the door and watch them watch walk them through it yes. out of the building before we turn back around and deal with all of this crap. Yes. Okay. Who else is curious to see how this group is going to escape? Jessa was planning to just like duckling herd them toward the door. Like, yeah, yeah we just kind of we just kind of heard them, right? I will go ahead yeah. and lead the way down the hallway. So it's me and uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Johnny and Kelly are in the lead of the ducklings now. Let's confirm where Ark, Jessa June, and Nicola are. Nicola is in, like, the middle of the pack. She's talking to the kids who've been there the longest, assuming they can talk. And she's asking, uh, kind of like what Johnny asked earlier, like, how many scientists have you seen? Uh, can you give me, like, a rundown of what has happened since you've been here? Um, do you recognize any of the people? Stuff like that. Uh, Ark is kind of bringing up, well... Do you want to bring up? Do you want to bring up the rear? Since you've got the werewolf stuff, yeah, Jessica can bring up the rear. That's fine. Uh, and then uh, Ark, uh, Ark is kind of mid to back of the back of the pack, um, just kind of trying to keep keep all the kids together, not let any of them wander off on their own. 
As Johnny has reached the portal with the kids right behind, Jessa June passes by the previously empty laboratory. Kelly goes through the portal as something smashes through the glass and grabs Jessa June. It gets a hold of her around her waist and she is stuck. Fortunately, the kids are all safely through. Everyone can hear Kelly yelling in the background for everyone to get in, followed by the sound of a van door slamming and peeling off. The kids are officially safe. Okay. Um, that window breaks and Jessica gets grabbed and she just yells, Oh no, you didn't! And she starts <laughs> trying to break out. I'm assuming that because she's solidly grabbed, she has no mobility with this thing, the, the hammer. So, um, yeah, she's gonna, gonna snarl and snap at this thing and do her best to break out of it. Nicola runs forward uh, with her knife out. She progressively, over the course of, like, the last... 10 15 minutes like at first it was like you see her getting more and more angry and then you just see like a cold mask drop down over her face and now she's like snarling as she jumps forward knife up uh to attack this thing to get jessa june out of its clutches nicola gets the sludge good letting jessa june who is now a little dazed go uh arc arc hears the window smash turns around um Sees Jessa getting grabbed. Um, Nicola goes running past him to protect her, and he um, lifts his hand with his knife and not, and also goes running forward to attack. He trips on something, and the knife like skitters across his arm and cuts him. She catches him before he can fall, um, and kind of like pushes him back to his feet, um, and it, it's all part of like one movement to turn and stab the monster again. <laughs> mad. Nicola stabs the monster twice before it retreats back into the lab. It isn't gone, but it is rethinking its plan. Now again, the kids are safely out. It's time to follow them, right? No? I'm like standing there like Were the kids able to tell us anything? While leading the group out, Nicola was able to talk to a group of 12 and 13 year olds. While they had a tendency to chatter at the same time, one of them finally said, I think three at the most, they were all dudes who had similar brown haircuts. They didn't look any different from each other. Just kind of, you know, white dudes, brown hair, and big glasses to hide their face. And they wore white lab coats. But, yeah. No, sometimes they have splotches on them. Similar to the slime monsters. Hmm. Okay. I... So the slime monster was, like, in a room and then crashed through the window to get at Jessa? Johnny is going to uh, vault up into that room that it came out of. Uh, and he's going to say, with, with no, with no uh, recognition that this could even possibly be the slime monster that he nailed to the ground in the house. Hi, Gloppy. Do you remember me? If you don't, I'm going to remind you very, very soon. And he's going to take a big two-handed swing with his crowbar in such a way that the, uh, the hook part is up towards the top. And he is going to try to hook the top of the monster and pull that creature down so that whatever the top of it is hits the ground along with being <laughs> stuck with this uh, uh, crowbar. Nice. I love Johnny. Johnny is able to crowbar the monster, but not without it getting a grip on them. 
Johnny takes some damage as the monster's burning electricity singes him. I don't want to destroy it utterly. I want to hurt it so bad that it runs from me. So uh, when I hook it in the top of it and pull it down to the ground, the crowbar is still sticking into part of it and part of it is there in my hand. Once I bring it all the way to to the ground, I sit the crowbar down flat and then I jump up into the air with both feet down onto the crowbar, driving that point into the head neck region of the thing. And I say, I want you to start running or it will be the very last thing that you do on my planet. Fearful, the creature starts sliding back through the door, trying to get away. (laughs) <laughs> follow this mother fucker and johnny is going to go through the go through the door uh if he's got to break it he's got to break it <laughs> not a shock listeners i assume everyone is going to follow yes i'm a, i'm assuming that jessa has shaken off her dazedness and she can jessa june is feeling better yes okay yep and she's gonna go up and over the broken window and yep follow through the door too uh can i before i go can i look around the lab real quick and see if there's anything that's like acidic that i could use to throw on the slime monsters to hurt them maybe we know water hurts it too does arc have a history with different kinds of acids probably not but uh i don't know but if everything's labeled in the lab <laughs> it should which it should be whether it is yeah an acid. because these are responsible scientists running responsible experiments exactly If you don't write stuff down, then you're just kidnapping for fun, not for science. That is a great piece of advice. Perhaps there are other scientists in town should consider not kidnapping? I'm not going to name any names at the Reddington Historical Preservation Society. Ark grabs some beakers and liquid as he goes. The sludge monster takes off down the hall. As Johnny rounds the hallway, he does not realize a silent alarm has been triggered, an alarm that everyone else saw and stopped. To anyone after Johnny, it is unfortunately clear that the alarm has been set off. No, I'm still, I'm still like rolling after this thing. It's, it's got me Wait, good we're, mad. A, we're aware that he set off a silent alarm? So is it lights flashing, or what is it lighted sound? There is no sound, but instead a rapidly blinking light that Ark, a professional burglar, would easily recognize as a silent alarm. Yeah. I mean, Johnny already triggered it, so I'm just gonna keep going. That was my thought, too. Yep. <laughs> it was like, hey, look, damage has been done, let's just go. Right. We're right. we're firmly in a you can't get double pregnant scenario. Like it can't get any worse than this. <laughs> As Johnny is heading up the hall, with the group closely following behind, they all stumble upon an open room that holds a giant sludge monster. The whole room is a slime monster? Maybe I should phrase this better. It is a massive sludge creature just sitting on the ground. How big is this room? Is it the same one that Johnny hurt? The sludge Johnny attacked jumps into a large pile of goo, reforming into another part of the giant sludge monster. Gotcha. Oh, it's a gestalt. Yeah, it's a hive mind situation here. But how big is the room, though? I mean, how much how much slime are we talking about? If one was to compare this room to something, it would be a lecture hall-sized room at a college. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Okay. And it's just taking up the whole room? The monster is taking up the majority of the room. While someone could likely get around it if they want, 
No one can see past it currently. Is there anybody else in this room? Nicola looks around, but doesn't see anyone. Uh, Ark is going to step forward. Uh, he's going to look at that big slime thing and just like instinctively throw one of the uh, beakers of acid. I'm going to put three of them on the ground so I don't spill them on myself and throw one of them at, uh, at the thing. Ark splashes a little of the acid onto his skin, resulting in harm. That's fine. I can do this all day. We also we also know that water works, so I uh, I I do I do have something that I I would look to try depending on how this room is set up. You're gonna pee on it? Um, no. My uh my my thought was is there Get the sprinklers? A f- yeah, a fire suppression system in this lab. Despite the fact that this is a very shady laboratory, they are all about safety and have a wonderful fire suppression system. <laughs> Okay, Uh, Johnny is going to get up high on any kind of furniture or anything that he can, and he is going to hold a lighter near one of the the, uh, sprinkler fonts, and eventually that heat is going to cause all of this to turn on. And as he holds his lighter up like he's at a concert and realizes that he's suddenly very, very exposed, uh, he just looks around and goes, uh... Don't let it kill me before this works. As Johnny is up there, just right before the water turns on, the sludge monster morphs into a very large hand and attempts to punch Johnny into a wall in retaliation for how much damage Johnny has done. And now it remembers me. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is understandable it is trying to punch Johnny into a wall. Can I protect him? I was going to say, is there nothing we can do to try to get in between him and the hand before I would like him. to protect him by attacking it. <laughs> right, but we can see this hand forming and going for him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could run we could run to try to get in the way and take mm-hmm. swipes at it before it yeah. tries to get him, right? Yeah. This hand slams Johnny against the wall but before it can kill Johnny Jessa, June, and Nicola are able to get in and fuck it up a good bit. The sludge drops Johnny unconscious and unstable on the ground. Oh, not for long. (laughs) The massive sludge monster is no longer looking good, especially as the sprinklers are finally on. As it lets go of Johnny, it is not able to escape as it is turning into solid stone. Everyone in this room is completely drenched. Woohoo! Fuck yeah. Uh... Can we smash it? Got a hammer. <laughs> Going to let you listeners in on a little secret. I have never seen those slime sludgy monsters in Reddington before. I am all up for this group going to town and smashing up this daddy monster. Uh, Got a hammer. I'm going to hit it with a hammer again. Yeah. I, I'm going to grab like whatever seems heaviest and throw like a trash can or some shit. I don't care. I just want to break it up so that it doesn't come back behind us, theoretically. Right. Or at least it's harder for it to come back behind us. Good job, Johnny. I am unstable. Johnny was was bashed back against the wall. Uh, a cut formed on his head, and it looks like he's out completely cold. Johnny is goes from lying on his back, head up towards the ceiling, and he is bleeding from various places on his head. And suddenly, all of that bleeding stops. And Johnny sits bolt upright. How long was I out? Well, like 30 seconds. <laughs> Fuck! God damn it! <clears throat> if it's any consolation, uh, it was the water that killed the thing, so you, you did that. What? It's dead. 
I think so. Yeah, you killed it. It's in pieces anyway. And it's, oh, it yeah. looked like it suffered an awful lot before it died, though. So good, good job. Good. <laughs> Very good. Oh, that's one. What's behind <laughs> door number two? Yeah, let's go find some scientists. And Johnny has entered a a a a state of calm, and he has started walking like Jason Voorhees towards the last door. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, Nicola is also unstable, but she's doing the action hero movie thing where she's pretending that it's not bothering her. If we have a second here, it's probably a good idea to try some first aid. Is is she like noticeably bleeding? She's like just standing there dripping on the floor. Yeah. This is going to be like, uh, Ni- Nicola, are you all right? You, you don't look good. I mean, somebody got it. We need to get you some help, I think, because. That looks ugly. Uh, she kind of like inhales, uh, like real sharp, and uh, goes, "Not nah, sorry, I'm fine." Are you doing that thing? My brother, you know, my brothers get hurt, and they just try to be all manly and buff and like grunt it off. And you know what? It doesn't work. I always find them in the corner crying later. So you need some help, I think. Uh, I don't have any. Band-aids or nothing, though, so... Anybody? Nicola will... Nicola will grudgingly accept Jessa June's help, but it's basically like, I'm not leaving until we're done here. So if I'm understanding correctly, this group is heading back into the lab. Oh, so the lights from the silent alarm are still flashing? Uh, is there anything I can roll to see if there are any other security measures in place around, like, any of the other doors? The portal is open. Instead, the group is going to risk it and continue exploring. Johnny doesn't have a choice. He uh, is going to continue looking in all of these rooms uh, alone if need be. Uh, As a matter of fact, since he began his Jason Voorhees walk out of this room, he has approached the first of those doors that only that had uh, glass in them and he could see through it. And he has broken that glass and uh, checked out the first of those rooms. Oh, boy. Yeah, Needle is definitely going to stick around. Uh, I think Ark has the only brain cell right now. Hey, now. <laughs> Jess has got half a brain cell, but she's going to, you know, <laughs> stick around with everybody else anyway. So she only ever has half a brain cell, though, so that's fine. Yeah, see, the problem is that kids were hurt. So, like... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> We've pressed all of Nicola's berserk buttons. <laughs> so basically uh what what i am looking for uh he's trying to find a human being and if he enters a room and there is no human be- like his ability to process information is not at <laughs> its best right now if he were to enter a room and it is empty devoid of human beings or monsters or anything like that he's immediately moving on to the next room johnny explores the lab a good bit unfortunately it is late at night. Several offices are trashed, and another area similar to where the kids were held is found, but no people are around. Honestly, it's a little too quiet, especially considering Johnny tripped a silent alarm. 
does the slab rely entirely on the sludge monsters as minions? As he's as he's moving through these things and and just breaking every every window that he sees as he's walking is, come out, come out wherever you are, smash, David Letterman, smash. <laughs> Warriors, uh, here's come out Johnny. And play. I'll be really disappointed if we don't get a here's Johnny. Not gonna lie. I second that. Nicola walks into a room, triggering something that causes smoke to fill, knocking her out. Ark saw Ark is watching Johnny, and he's very scared of Johnny right now. So he's kind of hanging back and trying to stay out of Johnny's way. Presumably, after a moment, they notice that I don't come out of the room, though. Ark also gets a headache. Well, that's not cool. <sighs> Since we have lost Nicola before today, <laughs> she's already disappeared on us once. Um, if she doesn't come back out of that room, Jess is going to be like, wait a second. Somebody grab Nicola again. We, Nicola! Okay, is there still smoke in the, is there still like smoke or gas in the room? Ark looks around, but doesn't see anything. Okay. Um, can I look around in the room to see if there are any other sort of security measures or if this is a trap that resets and will trigger again if I go inside? Observing the vents. He is able to see individual devices attached to each vent in the room. Looking back in the hallway, he realizes every vent has this. Is there any way that I can disarm it? Thanks to Ark's background, he is able to see that each device is easy to turn off, but they are all independent of each other. Disarming one will not disarm all of them. Okay. Okay, so Jessa will go and pick Nicola up and put her over her shoulder so and just say, maybe this is a sign. Maybe we ought to just get out of here and tell somebody about this. We killed the monster. I mean, I know, Johnny, I know you want to kill more stuff, but we got the big one, I think. And and Nicola's, uh, um, she's not awake, y'all. She's like, not awake. Maybe we should go fix that first. Okay, Johnny rolled high enough on a... Uh plus sharp to sort of understand that uh what is happening uh takes a greater precedent over what he would like to have happen uh and uh this has helped him to live in the world that he currently lives in as opposed to the one that he wishes that he lived in <laughs> yes you're you're 100 percent correct Dessa. um let's pick her up and take her back and go drive some kids home but as uh if we all start making our way towards our, our open portal to leave, uh, Johnny is going to stop and stand in the hallway and uh, say to whoever is listening, I don't know if you can hear me, but I need you to know a secret. It is so important to me that you know this. There is a God of blood. There is a God of blood and he is hungry. There is a god of blood with a trillion eyes and a million mouths, and it wants you. If I walk out of this room, the god of blood will drag me back to you, and I will pull you, kicking and screaming into his hell, even if I have to go with you. You are not done. We are not done. Not until he says so. And he takes a deep breath through his nose, gets a little bit of the tire balm back up there. Let's go. God, I love Johnny. Jess, right? 
guess we'll let Johnny lead the way. And that's if she wishes she had her ears up because she'd be like, her? But yeah, Justin, we'll let Johnny lead the way and, and go. <laughs> let's go. You or better go. get out of here All before right, Nicola wakes up. <laughs> Nicola's going to start kicking Justin in the kidneys now. No, yeah. Ark is just like, yep, let's, uh, yeah. What he said, and uh, follows you all out. Immediately upon exiting the portal, it slams shut and turns back into a normal wall. As Kelly has taken Johnny's car, it might be a good idea to call Artie to get the group back to Benny's house. It's not, it's not that far. However, but, yeah. my my main concern is transporting a uh, a wounded, unconscious person that whole distance. So I think Artie right. is our best bet. Right. I think Artie is. For once, Jessa would probably be in agreement that we should call the, the dude with the cab because she could carry Nicola, but who knows what kind of damage she's going to do to her bouncing around on her shoulder. So, so yeah, let's uh, somebody ring up our Johnny doesn't have a cell phone. Let's somebody ring up Bartero and then we'll uh, we'll get uh, Nicola the help that she needs and we will start bussing kids home. Well, everyone in town should have Artie's phone number. If a citizen stands on the side of the road and holds up their hand, Artie will arrive. <laughs> as soon as Art, as soon as Artie's cab comes up and is is visible, uh, Ark uh, looks at everybody else and goes, "Shotgun!" Upon arrival, Artie asks where the group would like to take Nicola first. Nic- Nicola's unconscious. Nicola is not going to know uh, whether we uh, we do we take care of her first or somebody else first. <laughs> so we'll get her to the hospital, and then we will get to Benny's house, and then we will start taking kids home. Carrying kids home, right? Once back at Johnny's van, the group finds that Kelly stopped and got everyone ice cream. All the kids are returned to very happy parents, some of whose kids have been missing for days. Good. <laughs> good so we're taking home a bunch of sugared up terrified kids all right yay it's the parents problem not ours Mm. right yeah while the town citizens may find the mandatory community service they are given tedious the neighborhood watch did a lot of good today this is not a lab that should be in reddington and we are still not sure why they are kidnapping the kids unfortunately i don't think this is the last we are going to see of those evil scientists but I am hoping that I have some time to research before they come back. Nicola returned home safely to her family. Though given her bodega, it is probably best to release her from the neighborhood watch requirements, at least for a little while. Ark went back to his life checking on the safety of our citizens, while Jessa, June, and Johnny, well, they may have more adventures to come. Thank you for listening to Once Upon a Monster of the Week. Reddington's monsters are controlled by Meg Griffin. Episodes are edited by Alex Lavelle and produced by Algie Todd. A special thanks to Red Griffin for our character art and to Michael Sands and Evil Hat for the Monster of the Week gaming system used in this podcast. Finally, a special thanks to Kelly Brennan, one of our Patreon members, for giving your name to the badass babysitter in today's episode. Given the holiday season, we are going to release a special bonus episode from our Patreon next week, then come back for a final episode of our Bloody Mary mystery in early December. I think another familiar face will pop up. Until then, you can visit WelcomeToReddington.com to find links to our Patreon, cast and character bios, and our Reddington tourism shop. We know that money is tight. 
So if you are enjoying the show, we would appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Once Upon a Monster of the Week is part of Haunted Griffin Entertainment. Please check out our website for more of our shows. Today's episode starred... Mike Queller as Archibald Wilberforce Worthington III. You can call me Ark. Sarah Palmero as Jesse June Greeley. M.L. Earhart as the Righteous Johnny Lydon. Danielle Lincoln as Nicola Garibaldi. 